Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, Hector? How's I it am been? doing amazing. Cool. It's, uh, it's been a, a crazy hectic week with all the painting stuff that we discussed last week. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm in the home stretch. I might actually uh, finish tomorrow. That's awesome. Perhaps, maybe. <laughs> How big's the biggest one again? Uh, like 24 feet, roughly, in length. And right. about, uh, I'm going to say, maybe 12, 13 feet in width. That's awesome. How long are they going to keep the thing up there? Well, it's supposed to be for restaurant week, but um, I'm starting to find out that uh, restaurant week, even though they call it that, is actually restaurant month. So it might oh, actually cool. they might actually stay out there for two to two and a half weeks or something like that. Do you have any permanent like? Um, I do. I do. Where um, are they? There's uh, four parks in West Palm Beach. Um, right. There is uh, South Olive Park. Um, I'm blanking out on the parks. Is that um, is that you or Chalk Guys? No, that's me. Artist yeah, Diaz. Artist right. Diaz. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, uh, South Olive Park, Coleman Park. Right. Um, we're going to check some of these. Gaines out. Park and Howard right. Park. Oh, neat. All, all four of them. They're permanent pieces. They were painted um, pre-pandemic, so they were like uh, January of 2020. Cool. So they've been there a little bit over a year. Um, Pretty pretty high grade paint. They were sealed, et cetera. So oh, nice. they're they're slated to hopefully last somewhere in the three to five year range if nobody destroys them. So yeah, cool. Vandalizes them. So so um, what about this? Uh, I want you to uh, I want you to be I'm exclusive excited. about. Excited. I am excited. So uh, talk to uh, Dave over uh, David over at Matthews. Yeah. And uh, we have locked in a date for 561 Music Fest. It yeah. is happening, folks. <laughs> it is happening. Whoop, whoop. You heard it here first on 561 Music, 561 Music Fest, or 561 Music Festival. Let's ask the fans. Yeah. We, we're, we're, not, we're unsure of calling it 561 Music Fest or 561 Music Festival. Does it matter? We own both domains because we're savvy like that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyways, we're going to um, figure all the little details out, like, the name and uh, and things like that. Um, there's definitely going to be huge opportunities for sponsorship. There's going to be the the idea. It's going to be one day. It's going to be yeah. April twenty April second. I'm no sorry. No music, right? Just pottery. Just pottery. Yes. Yeah, um, uh, April second of next year. April second, twenty twenty two. Yeah. It is going to be uh, an all day affair. Matthews is open yeah, from twelve noon to twelve midnight, and we are going to have bands from twelve noon to twelve midnight. That we're, is the plan. We're thinking about twenty, isn't it? About yeah, two, like, yeah, pro- probably somewhere. I mean, maybe even more than that, because yeah. you know you're looking at twelve hours, and we're thinking, you know, pack them in. Yeah, twenty to twenty four bands somewhere in that ballpark. So several things uh, in the next few weeks, you know, maybe a month or so. Uh, start looking for our website to go up um you know whatever name we land on that will be the domain um on that website we'll have sponsorship opportunities uh we're going to have two stages we know that much we're gonna have a main stage and then we're gonna have an acoustic stage and we're just gonna rotate back and forth back and forth back and forth so there's never any any downtime yeah if you've ever Um, been to matthews there um you know there's the big main stage and then on the the other side of it there's a kind of like a raised kind Mm -hmm. of um Dear's thing where you can kind of set up up there. Yeah, and after talking to Dave, uh, there's there's some other stuff in the works that he's got as far as construction and things. So, um, you know, as many of you know that have been to Dave's, there, um, uh, I'm sorry, to Matthews, um, there is a um, a covered area on the outside there. Most of the outside is covered. Uh, yeah. They're they're going to do some other stuff so that by the time we get to festival time, we're probably going to be like 
80 or 90 percent covered outside oh wow so it's gonna be really nice yeah yeah. um and nice uh, time of year too yeah so on the website once everything is up and running uh we'll have a submission page if you're interested in playing or you know somebody that uh that fits the bill etc you'll be able to go on there and submit uh, um suggestions for for acts and um you know bands and solo acts and acoustic acts and things like that um, there'll be sponsorship opportunities because we have the two stages. We're probably going to have a main banner sponsor, um, and then we'll have each stage sponsored, like a named sponsored for the stage, um, and then um, maybe some smaller sponsors. We're not sure all the tiers yet, but we may even, you know, if we have 20 bands, we may even just do each band, you know, get sponsored by someone <laughs> if we can get that many sponsors, and then that way we can get the bands paid pretty easily. Yeah. And that would be amazing. Um, we're tossing around the, uh, the, the idea of how much to charge at the door. It won't be much. We're talking, you know, probably 10, 15 bucks or something like that. And, you know, you're getting for 15 bucks, you know, if you're getting 20 to 24 bands, you know, it's a deal, that's a deal in my book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, um, and then, uh, yeah. And then we're talking about, uh, Ben and I are are discussing, uh, charities and things. And I think that a, a, a good portion of the money we're going to use towards uh, – some of it will go towards help defraying the cost of the podcast. Most of it we're probably going to do uh, uh, you know, music scholarships for kids, uh, yeah. local kids to take music lessons and, and things like that and some charities, music charities, anything music-related type charity you know, that I think is what we're going to want to do with that. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean you had to talk me um, out of it all going to the Ben's Solid Gold top hat fund but, you know it's fair enough i get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh the uh solid gold pork pie collection <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway um on the show today we have jacob tacos how's it going man what's going on i'm stoked for this festival and the pottery that sounds fun <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah now we have to have pottery <laughs> i know right <laughs> absolutely yeah you know what i wouldn't be so bad i bet you there's some potters around here i you? know some potters yeah oh, there you go. they're very good yeah <laughs> so uh how are you doing? Are you all right? Oh, dude, I'm doing good. It's a good day. Yeah. It's hot, but it's Florida. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. I always admire your uh, your range of of shirts. You and you and Rocky Rucker always, <laughs> always rocking some pretty serious shirts, man. Uh, some of these get sent to me. Um, a company super massive store. Um, I do some content for them and stuff too as well. And they just like, hey, take a bunch of shirts and really? uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a kind of a nice uh, fair trade and nice building working relationship too. And uh, that's awesome. That has a much better story than I was expecting. Right? <laughs> so you get right. sent shirts. That's gangster. Yeah. Man. That's and super and cool. between that and then um, that goodwill on uh, Indian Town Road in Jupiter, some There's some nice good finds. Some there, really right? good finds. I found like a two hundred dollar banjo there for twenty bucks. Yeah, I found a bunch of nice button-down shirts too and just yeah, trying nice. to make my put myself together a little bit more tucking my shirt trying to be like i'm here i'm i'm ready yeah <laughs> i know i, I could have gone sort of one or two ways like smartened up or just really doubled down with the punk thing and oh, I just, dude, you're showing I went, you're showing I the, guns. With the latter yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um all right so uh let's start with some of these questions then um why did you start playing music and what was the situation and environment in which you kind of got brought into like le- wanting to play music in, at an early age? Um, well, I, I've always been just super interested in music. Music's just always been around my house and just creative thinking and free thinking. And uh, when I was in 
fifth grade, um, my childhood best friend, uh, Nate Beal, um, yeah. just going over his house. We grew up skateboarding and just doing random stuff together and getting bunch fun trouble. Um, but he played guitar with a bunch of people, and I just always viewed playing instruments as almost like like a puzzle or a Rubik's Cube, where it's just like, it's possible to do, and there's a way to do it, but I mean, for someone just not knowing, like, eh, right. it's, it's yeah, too much, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. just put this away, whatever, whatever, but he just sat down with me, showed me a few chords, a bunch of just power chords, some Green sure. Day songs, and just uh, some like Tom Petty licks, and yeah. I was just immediately hooked. And then um, later that month, he sold me uh, that guitar with oh, a little cool. amp. It's an Ibanez Geo. I still have it. Cool. Um, and just like a little Ibanez amp. How old were you um, when this was all going I was like on. fifth grade, so probably like 10 or 11 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so sold it to me for like a best friend price, and I just sat in my bedroom, just played, just experimented, and not really realizing I was like bonded with the instrument bonding with the sounds and the music and also not realizing that my parents are very kind and supportive and patient and me in the other room just loud as possible just going just going nuts at it too but then of course hitting that certain point where i'm like i don't really know what i'm doing i feel like i'm just kind of running my gears dry but then a thing called youtube came out yeah, they So yeah. I'm like, oh, what's this? I can watch music videos and pause them and then rewind them and look at that. So I was just staring at everybody's hands trying to copy that. Then that kind of got to a certain point, too. And then um, I just got some guitar lessons from Ju- uh, Jupiter Music, uh, Mike Kerr. Oh, actually, there you go. yeah, he was he was my guitar teacher way wow. back He's in the day. He's a very good guitar player. Oh my, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he is. And yeah. um, he was a phenomenal teacher, and he did exactly the right job, just getting me excited about the instrument and just music yeah. and playing guitar. You know what I love about Mike is he always wants to play the guitar. It's like when I first moved down here, I met him quite early on, just because I jumped straight into wanting to do music. And any time I'd be like, like at someone's house or something. He'd always be like, you want to jam? You know, he's like always up for it all the time. And, and so am I. So, you know, it kind of really warmed me to him almost immediately. Like, he's very, he, even though he's so good, he's not like snobby about it at all. You know? No, that's, just, that's the best. It's just like, what else you got in your pockets, dude? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then even teaching, he's like, all right, here's uh, some music theory, like the circle of fifths. I'm like... Uh, teach me that other song. He's like, okay. And then he like he would he was doing all the right things of trying to teach me. And then like I still have all the music books and stuff. Like he would like hand write for me. And I go back and I'm like, oh, that's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just like those old moments kind of hit me there. But um, yeah. just having guitar lessons and then that kind of got to the point. But then what really kind of just sparked everything was just playing music with other people, and that just yeah. was just like snowballed into this whole other world and everything else wasn't the same of just me playing in the bedroom like i gotta jam and gel and connect with this person i mean then loop and whatnot and before we get into the bands you've been in and that sort of stuff is there any artists that you were listening to or that you're you grew up listening to that kind of informed like that that really sort of drew you towards wanting to play music oh yeah um well like green day was a huge influence i mean just right. like those power chords and yeah. that's kind of like being able to play along with those songs too yeah. and it was just so easy to kind of catch on um a lot of tom petty but i grew up playing a lot of the tony hawk pro skater games oh yeah and oh my dude the soundtracks were just right? am- amazing and that's yeah. where i kind of found like johnny cash with a, i think ring of fire was in tony hawk pro Tony Hawk Underground 2. Right. Yeah, and that was like, I, I don't know how old I was. I was like in elementary school or something like that. And I think Frank Sinatra was on there as well. And I just. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I was, I was, <laughs> I was like singing those songs. My mom's like, you don't even know what you're like. How, wait, how do you know that 
how do you know that song? Yeah, <laughs> sort of thing. Awesome. But um, yeah, no, Johnny Cash. It was a huge influence. I just thought he was like the coolest. My mom. I remember like my elementary school graduation. She got me like a just like oh, I still have it, an old Johnny Cash book of just like all the chords in his songs, just oh, like wow, cool. all, all the same chords over and over again and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, so like Johnny Cash, Green Day, kind of. What I like about Johnny Cash is that he, it, they're quite sort of simple in terms of the chords, but the. There's always some kind of weird timing thing. In yeah, the song, you know what yeah, I mean. There's, yeah. a, there's always some something in the song which is like unusual and makes it very interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like what I mean, not always. You know, so something like um, like Cocaine Blues or something is quite simple. But you look at like yeah, Ring of Fire or Walk the Line. You know, Walk mm-hmm. the Line just keeps modulating in yeah, a really weird yeah. way, doesn't it? It's like yeah. yeah, the intensity and the dynamics of the song, and just like the just the storytelling and his voice and just yeah. the his story of him and all that. Then yeah. I Walk the Line, the movie that came out was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, when he played it, did you ever see that Glastonbury set that he did? Did you ever see any footage of that in the nineties? I don't. So I can't recall. So awesome and um. Like that was when he, you know, he had his big comeback when he sort of, um, when, oh, what's the, that enormous producer who, did, who, who uh, with the beard? What's he called? Yeah, no, and, and he's a okay. he's bigger, Rick right? Rubin. Yes. When Rick Rubin um, made the, started recording him and kind of brought him back into the public eye and everything. So awesome. And, I, you know, that's when I, that's when I kind of, discovered who he was because i'm you know i'm not american and and it took him becoming world famous again for it to kind of yeah. get across the channel for yeah me, you know is, okay. is that when he wrote uh closer for trent reznor <laughs> <laughs> well trent reznor actually says that it's like you know he did such a good job of it that it's just his song now you know uh, he, yeah he i've heard that him, yeah i've heard know? that yeah yeah <laughs> but what song that was a huge influence and then kind of Middle school, like Rise Against and kind of like the Vans, Warp Tour, Buds Bake Sale sort of style bands. Oh, Buds Bake Sale. Too. There's a throwback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was and, good times. And then uh, <laughs> kind of th- through high school, um, like Mac, like I found Mac Miller, like this guy, like his old mixtapes. I'm like, this is super different style. And I it's really. Good. It's like I, I, it's like I don't want to like Mac Miller, but I do, despite yeah. myself. <laughs> it's like he he's kind of has this sort of cocky vibe when you sort of see him, but that he's just, he's really good. He's, he just he just loves music. Yeah. He just embodies it and just yeah. in creating. And that's where I really gravitated towards. And then kind of later in high school, I started listening to a little bit more reggae and like like understanding it a little bit more too. And just like some Bob Marley, Dirty Heads, yeah. and Sublime, yeah. and kind of stuff like that. And then my senior year, that's when I kind of got into my first real band. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. all right. Well, let's let's have let's have a talk about the the different bands that you've been around here. Yeah. Like, let's start from the beginning and go through. Yeah. Well, like my first real like I've since I've been playing in just random like church groups and stuff too as right. well. Um. So that was kind of like my first real taste of just playing with like a drummer and a bass player and sure. being able to live perform. You know that when I came to Florida originally, and I, all my musician friends were 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 doing church stuff. I mean, I know it does exist in England, but over here it's just such a oh, it's huge thing. Yeah, it it's is. enormous, and and like nearly everyone I know, at some point or currently plays in church. Yeah, you know, a lot of people do it. You know, like my friend Neil and my friend Micah and and Rocky and yeah. and, all, and all these people. You know, they they got a church gig, and it, it's awesome. And you know, like I, I need to, I just want to go as a as a I don't know a punter and check it out a worshipper 
just to scope scope it out. Yeah. I kind of got pushed into it. I've been in a private school a, a lot in my life, and uh, it's like, oh, Jacob plays guitar. You want to kind of play some lead? I'm like, no, I'm good. And then just being in like the worship setting, and then yeah. just see there's not a guitar player, and everyone's looking at me. I'm like, fine, <laughs> whatever. But. I learned a lot from just kind of tone as well, and then just me playing lead guitar, and I would see the rhythm guitar player kind of playing these chords. I'm like, all right, I'll play something different. So that's where I kind of learned about like triads and really pretty arpeggiated chords and yeah. stuff like that, and adding reverb and chorus and some delay, yeah. and just kind of having some fun and really complimenting everything because sometimes, dude, you'll, you'll see a church service with like 30 people on stage. It's like, who's doing what? <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun, actually. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it was it's a lot of fun, and um, I've just never been very good at getting up early on a Sunday morning. That's my problem. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it, it's rough, especially if you're doing a, it's late night gig, and then yeah, just like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I complain if I have to do like a brunch thing on a Sunday at like midday. <laughs> I, got, I got asked to do one church gig in my entire life, and uh, and uh, I, I I guess their bass player wasn't going to be able to make it, and my buddy was like, he was he was in the church choir or something and he's like it was a gospel church or something and he said you know hey can you come and like uh you know i'm not really big on theory and all that stuff so i mean like i'm not the guy that can just sit down and play like yeah, you got to give right. me a list of songs or something he's like oh you'll be fine you'll be fine just some root notes and stuff you'll be fine and and like i literally panicked about an hour before the service that sunday morning and i called him up i was like <coughs> oh, i'm sick oh. i can't go you so you out sick on god so so god <laughs> if you're listening one. i did call it sick on you oh man <laughs> he knows though hey, you forgive i'm me, going man. i'm going to hell yeah. for that There's hey no he doubt. knows and be I'm sure you're forgiven all right. yeah, yeah. But that was kind of like my first experience of like being accepted and kind of like a band and group and just like certain talents. Like it, it was, it was a very good, warm welcome into playing with different members and personalities and and whatnot. And I did that, I did that for a little bit, and then um, and uh, like my senior year, uh, yeah, Joey. Who was who was yeah. on Chicago yeah. uh, We did a band to get uh, together called Medallion. Yeah, some like kind of reggae rock sort of yeah, stuff. Cool. Play at a place like cool Swampgrass Willies and yeah. all that other stuff. I just played there Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spot's still around. And then yeah. from there, uh, we did a, a project called Sea Grape Soldiers. Because um, so, uh, when we graduated from high school, some members went, to, went off to when college. Is this? Hmm? Like what sort of what what how... like twenty. 20- 13 okay yeah, yeah. so because I, I remember that i was i was here yeah yeah was yeah, here. yeah yeah i think you're significantly younger than me so. oh yeah yeah i was, I was, I was like eight, 18 <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. Eight, 18 17 um yeah. yeah so i started gigging out when i was about like 17 i believe right. um yeah so it was like uh so after high school um uh, we kind of did something called sea grape soldiers and then from there i went to, to the helmsman and then from yeah. there did a bunch of other kind of like fill in whatnot with certain other projects and then now i'm just gonna do my own thing and then i have a uh, some other stuff cooking in the back All right. um got a, a fun project it's a like a disco indie sort oh, yeah. of thing with a female fronted singer it's still okay. still in the works but if you want to follow the instagram babe honey music okay we got that going but uh cool. besides that and just doing just playing music and trying to have some fun while i'm doing it yeah, yeah absolutely. that's awesome i uh you know, from seeing you play around, you're, there's definitely 
you and Joey have rubbed off on each other. You know, yeah. there's definitely <laughs> some like of each of you in each of you. Yeah. you know what I mean, when you listen to the music, it's there, which is cool. You know, it's like a it's a it's a style of, I guess, like a just a reggae sensibility that's kind of you know, unique to, to, to you guys, you know, like yeah. a, you can hear the influence in there. It's that Jupiter, it's that Jupiter local native born yeah, and raised yeah. sort of a mentality approach, I guess. Totally, man. Yeah. So, um, when it comes to writing music, do you have a process? It's, it's kind of different every time since I grew up predominantly playing guitar um, I find that mel- finding like a, a melody is a little bit harder for me. I mean, like I can hear it, but then the moment I open my mouth, since I'm not really a singer, it doesn't sound the same, and I immediately get discouraged. And I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. So like, I'll kind of write all this stuff out, and um, so it really kind of comes with the music first. But sometimes I'll just like have like this, just this saying in my head, and just like put it in my notes section. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like, put that down, sort of there. And then and I'm like, oh, I kind of remember these chords, and like the saying will kind of come out to me more and more. And the more I've been singing and kind of doing my own stuff, uh, just melodies start kind of coming out a little bit more and more. Yeah. So kind of the writing, yeah. the writing process, the music's really becoming first. But lately, uh, since I know my weak point, I've been really trying to kind of focus on that. So it's the melodies. Yeah. So it's kind of okay. vice versa. I know that, like, I mean, you know, you do a lot of solo stuff, and I know that. Since I've been doing more solo stuff, I've found that you really start to find out what you sound like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like when all, everything's taken away and you just got to do something, you know, like it's like, okay, this is what I am. Yeah. You know, like it's definitely helpful in that way. And um, yeah, I, there's a, I mean, I've said this on here before, but, you know, there's a lot of people who kind of, who think that, playing out in bars and doing cover versions and things can be detrimental to creativity but i don't think that's true you know no, that's all. i i i think that kind of really just gave me some battle scars and just kind of built yeah. me up a little bit more i totally. mean um kind of just really doing my own going out and kind of doing my own thing i have a bunch of anxiety and just stuff i was kind of personally working on too and that really just kind of honed in my own style so that way when i do play with my band and stuff i i i feel like i've i'm, I'm like i'm ready so like all yeah. like that whole last year of me just doing solo acoustic stuff to kind of try to pay the bills and just do what i can do sort of thing but also not realizing that's like building me up to be a stronger and better musician yeah. so i can bring more to the table and yeah. being able to connect and understand a little bit more as well so with um jacob tackers and the connection um does it have a a fixed lineup yeah, so yeah. the how that kind of came about um, when I want when I was doing my own thing, I'm like Jacob Tacos, I'll whoever wants to play. I got some originals, we'll have some fun, whatnot, yada yada yada. But thinking of a business standpoint, I've done some kind of creative public speaking, and I've done like with my business as well, and a bunch of other stuff too. So if someone's looking up, it's like, oh, we want to book Jacob, but oh, he's a photographer and I was like oh but so kind of, I understand kind of see the confusion a little bit too and also some of the people I've been playing with I'm like I feel like this kind of deserves its own thing as well and also I enjoy and want to do more original music and more showcase sort of stuff as well and and I gig out so much so yeah. acoustic it kind of I see it as a business diluting the brand a little bit as well right so that's where I'm like Jake and Creativity. I mean, Hector, we're kind of talking about this before. Yeah. Creativity and connection is two things I really hold dear and value to my life, and I try to funnel all that with my passion, which is music. 
Yeah. So creating, connecting, and I find I found some guys that I really gel with super well. So I just kind of I remember eating dinner with my girlfriend. I'm like. The connection. Oh, we Jacob Tacos in the connection. She's like, what are you thinking about right now? <laughs> That's what you're thinking about. And I'm like, sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> Facebook page, everything, <laughs> rebrand. Here we go. That's so funny. Uh, and then being able to kind of collab and create with some, certain these musicians. So, so yeah, um, kind of going back to your original answer uh, question. Um, so, uh, I have kind of a core group of guys. Right. Um, Mike Guido from uh, Sons of a Tradesman. Yep. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, He's a, he's a <laughs> Kevin Johnson um, from Spread the Dub. He's like, you got Mike Wheel playing bass for you? Have you seen him play guitar? Yeah. You got him. You put him on bass, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Have you seen him play the bass? This yeah. dude's a monster musician. Um, I remember Raggy Monster. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's where I found him. I saw Raggy show. I'm like, what the fuck is this dude? This guy yeah. rips. Yeah. And then um, when I was kind of forming my own thing, I was friends with Mike on uh, Facebook, and I saw he was doing like these solo covers. I'm like, oh my god, he does everything. Yeah. And he sings, and he's got really good sense of harmony too. And I'm like, be my band, please. please and he's really nice please. too. And he's a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Because yeah, we've hung, we've hung out before when I was working at the uh, Wolf Guitars, the guitar shop. I'd bring in d- different musicians to kind of just do different stuff with the product and whatnot. And that was one person I brought into demos and pedals. And so I'm like, dude, oh, dude be in my band, blah blah blah. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of just doing my own thing right now. I'm not really kind of committing to different bands. That's the time when Raggy kind of uh, was splitting. I think you know, Billy. Um, his wife uh, moved to California, and then um, I'm like, just do one show with me. And then he kind of did that one show, and then Sons of a Tradesman for him. And then he's like, we need a lead guitar player, and he's playing lead guitar. And and then Mike's Mike's amazing. He just like lives and breathes and oozes music. Yeah, and it's awesome. And then um, I have a uh, uh, Corey Riccardi playing drums, and uh, yeah. Cr- Chris Denny. That dude, nice. he is. Yeah. Have you have you heard of Chris Denny? Yeah, dude, amazing guy. And that's he's got an insane music story. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Lived in Korea for 10 plus years, professional doing music, and then kind of yeah, came cool. back. Yeah. He's a, I'll, I'll, I'll let him tell his story. Oh, we should get him on here. Yeah. yeah there yeah, you he's, go. He's great. I have him uh, playing drums. Uh, and then Royal Hayes, I've known him f- forever since like I since like high school. Yeah. Um, he's playing guitar. Cool. And, um, and then, yeah, then anyone else who wants to kind of be a part of it, that's there the connection. Go. I have to come and sneak on on sax or something. Or something. Dude, you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, like um, so. I guess the the next question is is our favorite question, which is, uh, do you practice and what do you practice? <laughs> <laughs> wow, he just had that like oh crap look on his face. <laughs> there's, no wrong, some, there's no wrong. There's no wrong. Think of some bullshit way to get around this. <laughs> There's, um, there's no thinking about it answer. all week. Like, how can yeah, I right, exactly. I've been yeah. hearing every episode. I'm like, hmm. Well, <laughs> here's my uh, way of answering that question. Uh, my relationship of practicing has changed over the years. Right. Um, as the older I get, I realize my time is dwindling. I can't. Yeah, and sure. I, yeah. So being in the car and especially doing the solo acoustic stuff and learning a bunch of new covers – um, I'll just find a cover and just only listen to that song, be in the car, just singing, working on some vocal stuff too. Yeah. The and then, car's a good spot, yeah, yeah for oh, sure. Lo- love it. I hate to drive, so that way I'm like, you know what? Music, I like music, so this is. A, I'll enjoy this a little bit more yeah, while I'm doing yeah, that. Yeah. And then between that, then even like at the gym too, when I'm doing cardio, I'll listen to that one song that I'm working on. I look like yeah. a psycho, like mouth. It's always like, dude. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like awesome. singing that for the 11th time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, have to, you're in spectacular shape, so you do a 
us all a disservice when you get changing your shirt to, go <laughs> <on> the, to, <laughs> to figure out what's wrong with the green screen, the green in front of me. I'm like, oh, that's the issue. Yeah. But uh, between, between that and then also just trying to, like, I mean, Royal Hayes is, is, is a freaking phenomenal guitar player, too. So, and, and even Mike and any other musician that I see something I like, I'm like, can you can you what's what's going on there? Can you can you, can you show me some of those? Teach, teach me that. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. anyway, and kind of be educated and kind of absorb anything. Um, yeah, for sure. So I kind of take that and then I try to apply and I all and I just try to apply it, even if it's like a small little step. So yeah. even just sitting down, um, pulling up some YouTube stuff, I'm like, I just feel yeah. like my playing's getting too dry. Guitar licks like John Mayer. Try to find something and try to take that and not just take it for face value, but how I can implement it to kind of make it my own. Yeah, stuff like that. And also, I know my music theory is about preschool, kindergarten level. So right. I try to, <laughs> I try to just put on some music theory stuff and just kind of take it one step at a time. And uh, yeah, so so stuff like that. So YouTube no, I don't practice. Just, I mean, I know it's all, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube is it is like invaluable i mean i know it's obvious and everyone knows it but you know i was watching a thing night before last just before i went to sleep you know i was watching something about a new way to play arpeggios that i didn't know and yeah it's just so cool you just bop it on especially now all the tvs are smart tvs you know oh my it's god just, it's so just yeah. get in bed and go, oh, well, watch it. okay let's watch a youtube video on like some cool guitar thing like immediately you know yeah so cool i love the how the old smart i'm such an old man I'm, it's, it's like smart TVs are, I think they're so cool and like they I think they just I always out. say <laughs> smart TVs make me feel dumb <laughs> but dude there's like the air fryer that thing's awesome I'm like this thing's amazing oh, yeah. so there's, there's little things like right, that right. where I'm so we, stoked over we got an air fryer about a year and a half ago it changed our lives really my sister <laughs> got me for Christmas oh my god it was amazing yeah I, got, I, got, yeah, I wouldn't have bought it for myself but I got it as a gift I'm like Hash browns, fuck yeah. I'm <laughs> okay, I've got to get an air fryer now. This is like my shopping hour. You know, that. it's usually right, pedals, right, but right. now it's, it's moved into now it's air fryers. cooking equipment as well. Well, I brought presents. You want me to give you some presents? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Brought some presents. Absolutely. Look at that. I don't think we've ever uh, had been been given presents on on air. Hector, I, I, you, I, I see you dabble in some photography, right? Yeah. My, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I got you a little uh, nice, uh, nice. Dis- disposable nice. camera <laughs> from 60-minute photo. I'm actually kind of digging that. There's, yeah. They're sweet, man. Yeah. This, like, old school, yeah. man. I'm digging yeah, that. Man. Oh, yeah. Bring, Nobody bring, uses film anymore. See, it's bringing a lost it back. art, man. Wouldn't it be funny if like that you just didn't get me anything? <laughs> Let's spend the rest of the thing like butter. <laughs> Hector, I also got you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, take that into a 60 minute photo, get them developed. Uh, Hunter, um, spread yeah, it up. He's, wor- he's working there. So I do all my prints there as well. And uh, Is it Hunter's family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I've, I've probably been there a thousand I know, times over I, the years. I didn't realize it was them. I know. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. That's, and then, uh, yeah, Ben, I know you've been on the search for uh, some. Some delay pedal, so uh, You've yeah, I got you me. a nice reverb and delay. Oh my god, that's awesome! Oh my Take god. it with you, explore it, have yeah. some fun. So that's crazy. So a little. And bit when you're of, done, give it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. I, I do. I do want you to keep that. I really oh, do wow. because this is what I believe. If something is given to me. I, I want to kind of, if I've served my purpose with it, especially yeah. with gear and pedals and stuff too, I just want to give it because that's the thing. I've, I've been given so many guitar yeah. pedals yeah, and gear and stuff too, and I just feel Good comment, I feel, I feel tacky just kind of like selling them, just kind of make a quick buck little thing too. So yeah. I'd rather like, I've served his purpose, I want to kind of do that. And that's... Com- comes with the with, with the Yeah, it comes with the Velcro, put your cat hair it's on it. It's just going to go straight. I'm not even kidding. Uh, after this, I'm just going to 
bop, bop do you it where have, the other one is immediately. Do, you do have a delay now, right? I have a delay, yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's like one of those $20, like, really not... Gotcha, That gotcha, one's pretty gotcha. fun. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it is what it is with it, but do you buy... I mean, you can freaking... Oh, it's better than, it's yeah. better than the one I've got by miles. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, no problem. <laughs> and awesome. I got one more gift for you guys. That's it's awesome. just, uh, something you probably never asked for, but... Got you both. The new book, 111 Places in Palm Beach You Must Not Miss. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Jacob, so, you, you are welcome ja- back anytime. Jacob, I got to tell you, I, I, so there's a Walgreens like around the corner from my house. I mean, it's, it's, it's our, you know, just a yeah. real close, you know, where we shoot over to grab whatever. And there's a rack in there with books on an end cap. And it has, I don't know if this, this specific book is on there, but it has like all these like Palm Beach County books. Like one of them is like, you know, like the 10 most haunted places in Palm Beach County. Yeah. And other one's like, you know, the whatever, 15 places. It's like all these like history books about and like fact books about Palm Beach County. And every time I walk by the rack, I always think to myself like, man, I really want, I really want to like pick one of those up because I want to know more about, you know, I'm born and raised here. I want yeah, to know more sure, about yeah. it. So this is going to get read and this is absolutely amazing. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's cool that, um, the author Crystal, um, her Instagram handles eat Palm beach. Right. Um, yeah, she's, she's, a, she's a local. She wrote about it. She, she is working with her. I've, I've learned so much about just business and communicating with people. She's such a powerhouse of a person, an amazing person too. She goes above and beyond. And I've just, it's such a pleasure working with her. So she was the author of that and I did all the photos for it. Well, it's cool. You get to go to all these neat places. Too, yeah. 111 of them. I see, a, <laughs> I see a, a Havana's Cuban coffee on the back. So oh, yeah. sold my, uh, my picture. I took my headshot in the back. It was funny when I picked that up at Barnes and Noble, I was, I was looking at it and someone's like, Oh, can I help you? And I'm like, Hey, does this guy kind of look like me? And then the guy's like, no, <laughs> walks away. <laughs> yeah, wow. You're significantly less hair in that picture. Oh, yeah. Kind of let myself great. go over the few months, but. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd go with the main dude. That's yeah. cool. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. What, what, rock it while you got it, man. I awesome. tell you what. That is awesome. I, I've hit the age where the old Wizzo's peaks are starting to march backwards. So, <laughs> so rock it while you got it. That's my advice to you. The, um, yeah, so uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, photography because you're a, a very wonderful photographer and prolific and uh, yeah. I'd like to know a little bit about it. Thank you. Um, so I have, a, I have a creative company. It's called Nothing Negative where I just create consistent content and just through being a working gigging musician and just representing myself through digital media, social media. And I went to school for public relations too. So kind of having a little bit of, I wonder why you're so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish though, but <laughs> all the story. Um, um, but yeah, through that I've had um, just some businesses and people reach out to me like, Hey, I really like the way you represent your band online. Can you help me with my local business? And I'm like, sure. Why not? Yeah, that's cool. I can uh, post some stuff on social media. That's easy. And then I'm like, just send me some photos. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, this is a really blurry Terrible. picture. <laughs> and then I'm like, this is a picture of when you first open and you don't even look like this. And this yeah. is like in like black and white. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm like, I saw such a disconnect. And instead of hiring a photographer who kind of doesn't really know the relationship of this business and these right. people and what's currently going on. And I mean, nothing for the, against the photographer because that's part of their job. They're hired to do that. And, and that's what they do. Sure. So I saw, I saw a need for creative, consistent content that doesn't really change anything but represents what's currently already there through a creative eye and endeavor. So that's where right, I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to pick up the camera 
and kind of figure it out and do it myself. And I've been very blessed and grateful that I've had a couple clients who are still with me today that have let me grow creatively and understanding that the creative trust has kind of it has to be earned and not just handed to you yeah that's sort of awesome thing. so um yeah yeah through that been kind of it's do- very smart it's very it's 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 kind of high concept the idea and i didn't sort of fully grasp it immediately like when i saw you know when you're like well it's this kind of it's yeah i'm taking pictures of stuff but it's like a it's like a sort of a creative outlet at the same time yeah you know? it's it's um it's it's definitely a it's it's interesting because oh, I mean as you I mean over the years with anything you kind of like your ideas and business plan kind of gets like smaller and more just like targeted sure. yeah. sort of thing. My dad always calls me a, a bottle rocket without the bottle because I'm just freaking all over the place right, sometimes yeah, with, yeah. with stuff. But I mean even I can relate to that. Yeah, even with uh, I mean <laughs> I I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm right it just, there it just with never you. shuts. It just never shuts off. But I mean it's yeah. almost like kind of like the, the cheesecake factory model. Like even the cheesecake factory, their menu is like literally all those pages compared. Yeah. Like a nice restaurant where that's the menu right there and yeah. everything's prestige. So I've kind of gotten to my business and understanding where it's kind of going like that. So, And I don't have all the answers to social media, but I have the way that I do things too. So, And over the years, I've kind of consulted through social media, I've managed some pages as well. And yeah. it's, I've been very blessed and fortunate enough to speak at like a social media conference oh, really? two, three years ago in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, a while ago, that was very intimidating and fun. People on my panel were like five hundred thousand dollars time but like six figure, seven figure brand deals. I'm like Okay, how did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> but but it, 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 the panel was how to grow an audience and it's probably bad I kinda said this, but I mean I was just like it shouldn't say how to grow an audience. I mean, no, how to grow a following. I'm like, it shouldn't say how to grow a following. You want to be able to create an audience. You want right. to be able to kind of create something that's because what what is a hundred thousand people following you that doesn't want to engage with you compared to like a thousand people that are truly invested in what you're doing and truly care oh, about yeah. you. No, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that so it's kind of explaining yeah, that, sure. and, and I understood that like my attention to detail. And my more localized concept too, and the way mm-hmm. I was speaking, because I didn't want to act like I'm freaking somebody that I'm not when I'm on that stage. And sure. there's been so many times too where I, like I said something at that panel and it was just dead quiet, and the girl next to me is like, "That's embarrassing." I'm like, shut. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I mean, after that, I I got a client. Yeah, from, great. from kind of talking from that, but um, yeah. So just through kind of doing that and taking like my understanding of just the way I do things and making it a creative business. Well, it's a very, it's a very sort of current sort of approach to things I think you know if you're just doing one thing these days then you're just not even competitive you know what I mean like mo- most people a lot of people who are successful now are very good at a lot of different things and yeah. incorporated all you know and 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 in this kind of sort of in the creative sort of world that we all live in you know you have to be able to turn your hand to different things you know in order to survive really yeah. not to make well, any money and a lot of it though i mean i i you know i'm 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 the perfect example of it but i i see a lot of people like yourself that do you know that you have your hand in all these different things like you said you know the bottle rocket without the bottle mm-hmm. you're all over the place yeah that, hex is that's, laughing cuz that's me i yeah, mean that's yeah. literally me but 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 it all connects in a way. Though. Yeah, it, it all, all falls under that umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do my I do my street art, and that's that's an art thing, you know. And I, I'm a graphic artist of thirty plus years corporate, you know, graphic arts and stuff. So I, I do design and web and all that kind of stuff. Um, Your real estate photography is crispy, and I, man. And I, yeah. Well, and, I, and that's something that like I literally just started doing. Like I I don't think 
I've owned that camera for a while now, mm-hmm. and I don't think I knew 90% of how to use it. Um, and in January, I sat back and I said, you know what? I want to do something different, mostly because the street painting stuff, as much as I love it, it, you know, I'm turning 50 this year, and it takes a toll on my body. I'm on my hands and knees, and I'm crawling around. I mean, my back starts hurting, my knees start hurting. I just, it, I, it, it really beats the crap out of me. And so I was looking for something else. I do my graphics and stuff, and that's fairly sustainable. But I was looking for something else that I can also do. Yeah. And uh, I just I came across some you know Facebook things or whatever with some photography stuff, and I kind of stumbled around with the f- real estate photography idea, and thought, oh, well, I mean, I could do that. It's not like highly specialized, you know, studio whatever, fancy, artsy whatever. It, it's pretty much you know and. I've been using Photoshop for you know thirty years, which is and Lightroom and all that stuff, light which years is ahead of which is there. which is you know eighty percent of the battle. You yeah, know? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, l- l- realistically, you know, you could take you could take a really good photo, and if you don't have the Photoshop skills, it's just an okay photo. Yeah. Or you could take an okay photo and have Photoshop skills to make it a great photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming and, from someone who's not, I mean, you know, I've messed around with photos in Photoshop a whole bunch, but like. Some, coming from someone who's not like that, that in the know of it, like is it the same as with music, where like what you put in is is like ninety percent of what you get out, or can you kind of no, no? And the thing about Photoshop and and really all those programs, but photo, Photoshop, Illustrator, all those Adobe programs, um, I've had a lot of people ask me over the years, you know, like, hey, how do I do this? And I'm like, well, that's like asking me how to, you know, how do you get to New York? Well, right. well, you 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 could go 90, Plane, train. 90, 90 <laughs> different routes. Yeah, and it's the same thing. There's a series of tools. Photoshop is not learning how to do things; it's learning what each one of those tools d- does. Yeah, more so than anything else. And the reason being is because I'm still. About, I, yeah, I could on. literally, I could literally give you, I could give three different people, five different people that all know Photoshop really well a starting point and an ending point and give them a photograph and say, I want this to look like this. And yeah. I guarantee you none of them are going to do it the same way, but they're yeah. all going to end up at the same point. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just the way it is. There's so many different ways to do things, you yeah. know, so many different tools. So I, I guess what I mean is, um, like, how important is the quality of the original photograph? Oh, I, think, I think it's, it. yeah. Pretty, yeah, I, I, yeah. Pretty so if you, like, example, if you shoot a wedding in JPEG, yeah. There's not really much you can do because the quality is so compressed yeah. or like a raw image where you can really kind of go in. And that's why I shoot with Sony because I like the dynamic range so I can like underexpose a photo if it's kind of dark in there and I can still bring up the highlights and still be able to retain the quality. Yeah. But if I shot something yeah. in JPEG, it'll kind of be grainy Which, and yeah. not really. Which Sony are you using? I use the A7 III. Yeah, yeah, A7 III. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's a nice workhorse of a camera. There's so many new cameras coming out. I'm looking this at gear, that one that for, for doing video and, and stuff. But. It's it's a good half and half. Yeah. That's that's why I liked it because I mean I was I'm primarily a photographer. Yeah, but I I do video yeah. stuff too, and I have done yeah. video stuff in the past, and I kind of wanted something half and half. Well, and that's the thing about being scattered. You know, like I, I I do all these different things, and now even within each one of those things, I'm scattered. You know, as an artist, yeah. I'm not just a street artist. Like I do murals and yeah. I do paintings, and I do street you know painting. I do 3D. I do 2D. You know, I also as a photographer now, as a real estate photographer, you know, primarily is what I do for photography. Um, you know, you go to my website and it's not just like, hey, here's my price and I'll come out and shoot the house. It's, oh, well, I have these different packages where, you know, I can shoot the inside and outside HDR. Mm-hmm. I can do drone. I can do video. Mm-hmm. I can do 3D walkthroughs with Matterport yeah. or, you know, or Zillow. And so, yeah. like, I have all these different services and it's like, it's like this huge menu. It really is, it really is the, uh, 
um, cheesecake, factory. cheesecake factory menu, you know, yeah. and it's like I have all these different options and, and yeah, I kind of, kind of went berserk instead of just saying like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to do this. I was like, I'm going to do it all. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard being the one stop shop. I mean, that kind of yeah. ends very yeah. quickly or you kind of get burnt out from it. Yeah. yeah. Bit, especially doing it all yourself. Yeah. I've been finding, I've been finding that more often, especially in this market right now, that more often than not, people are just going for the photography or the photography and drone. I haven't done much of the 3d stuff. I haven't done mm-hmm. 3d tours. I haven't done much of um, video stuff. It's just, not yeah. necessary in this market. I mean, you know, on, honestly, somebody somebody could throw some cell phone photos of a house on, online and it would sell the next and day. And the best thing is, if they have the great personality and they, they leave, like, you know, what? I like that guy. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call him back. These photos are okay, but man, I just loved hanging out with that guy. So yeah. yeah, like the personality, just being a good hang is yeah. really kind of what gets there because that's what really what business is at the end of the day. You're, it's yeah. a product and a service, yeah. and yeah. if you can do both of those things very well, I mean, of course, there's financial side, but that's the inner scope of the business but the outer scope is yeah. a product and a service and if you can do yeah. those, both those things very well you will have a successful business absolutely being friendly is uh is worth its weight in gold sometimes yeah know? just being out of hang tell you what um what i'm let's sort of like funnel it a little bit back towards the music not the the, the other stuff is yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. it absolutely <laughs> is and i think if someone's sort of going into media this would be quite an interesting conversation to listen to we'll save so, that um, for the 561 photography podcast which i would entrepreneur whatever the do you have any do you have any like uh goals musical goals in in the future do you have anything that you're kind of like aiming towards like do you have are are you looking to bring out like a record or anything like that yeah so i'm always i mean that i always try to look at every year of what am i doing different this year that's pushing me in a more positive more productive direction than i was doing last year so just kind of like stuff this year really i mean covid definitely did everything to everybody in such different ways so it kind of brought also opportunity to kind of rebuild certain things as well so just trying to get the band to a certain foundation put another record out i'm we're working on the sunshine soul volume two ep to kind of encapsulate and um put put all that together with that's what i kind of call the jacob tacos and the connection sound because sunshine being like the south florida beachy reggae but not so Typical reggae, but yeah. almost like that Donovan Frankenrider bluesy stuff, and yeah. then um, and then the soul because the, like the mountains and Johnny Cash have been like such a huge influence yeah. on me too. Um, so like f- the folk element as well, but also just rhythm and blues. I love it. So that's where kind of Sunshine Soul was born. So yeah. um, I kind of the way I write too. That's why I kind of just uh, call that the EP and the volume two is going to kind of uh, really uh, kind of put it all together so trying to work on the the next record um kind of get all the guys together and uh, just hash out those songs and then just cool just kind of take it day by day with doing a uh, better and new originals and better shows and just kind of getting creative through the whole process do you self-record or would you be going to a studio so the so sunshine the first sunshine soul ep we recorded everything at mike guido's place we just oh, right. we tracked everything there he's got all the good stuff and that's yeah like, i've been i've been keeping an eye on because um you know i set up like that thing nerding out about yeah. music gear and he and he it, it's a facebook group in case you don't know if anyone wants to nerd out about music gear with me 
go to nerding out about music gear, and you can nerd out. I always laugh when I get a notification. It's like your your, your profile picture. It's like nerding out. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's going on now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, I always keep an eye on the stuff because he's been getting some sort of new preamps and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, I, we tracked everything there, and that's really what it is. Just kind of if you get that tracking nice and good and clean, and then just send it to someone to get mixed and mastered. Really, because yeah, yeah. I mean, think of every Nashville studio at this point. It's just bedrooms and just rooms at this yeah. so we, we did we track i tracked everything at the house um that's and what then, we did with none yeah Scott and then right? uh, Ray, uh brian and jeff from uh, raincat um did uh oh i i went raincat, to, I, right. I went there to record my vocals because i just felt like that was my weakest link and i could use that extra sure. coaching and brian was awesome awesome working with me very really patient too and um just kind of just saying like, oh, let's try this, try that. And I'm like, oh, can you kind of sing that for me so I can kind of just mirror it a little bit and just yeah. let me know with this. And just he got re- and was just nice and it was, it, was, it was a really good experience too. Yeah. So recorded vocals and then he mixed and mastered it. So for this process for Sunshine Soul Volume 2, uh, Chris Denny, um, yeah. he is – we're probably going to record it at his studio he's he's building. I won't say too much about it because I know right. he's uh, there's he's got things in the works and it's going oh, to be awesome. Yeah, I feel like there's so much stuff like that going on at the moment down here. It's like, you know, Rocky's been recording more bands and you, you've got 4010 and you've got um, like Melody Ad. Yeah. Even this place, you've got, Live Music Community. Live Music man. Community. Yeah. I'm re- going to be recording bands from here and Yaz records bands from here and, 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 and Justin records bands out of here as well sometimes you know we like the, uh, and then yeah rain cat up there yeah and there's a, there's a uh, and then of course what's that place right around the corner from my house in jupiter echo beach, echo echo yeah. beach. which has been there forever but you know still still there it's like there's a lot of <laughs> options you know yeah there's we recorded we recorded the uh the first uh nirvana tribute album that we did with the with the band yeah um, at, at echo beach and, yeah. and it was hilarious because you know here we were a nirvana tribute band we come walking in and we bought a block of i don't know what it was 20 hours or something yeah and here we go walking so you're in. gonna say that a block of cocaine i don't know i bought a brick of marijuana oh <laughs> uh, no uh we uh we walk in there we bought a block of time and 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 the guy the guy says to me He's like, oh yeah, you know, we've recorded some really famous people in here, like you know, like Celine Dion, and I and I and he yeah. said it to me like he was super proud, like I was going to be impressed, and I was like, oh. you know, we're like in a new. <laughs> On yeah, the tribute yeah. band like Celine Dion's just not gonna impress me, man. Sorry. She, I think she lives. Didn't she have a place on Jupiter Island? Yeah, for a while? yeah, yeah. 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 And the Bee Gees they, they in there. But they too. have they have recorded some some pretty big names. I though. mean, you can't mess with the Bee Gees. They're kind of cheesy, but they're the Bee Gees. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's Where's Cat at? Is that up that's that Jensen? Way Jensen, okay. Jensen Beach. Yeah. I've heard I've heard a few people mention it now. I haven't yeah. been there before. Yeah, I know. I think that um, you should get, yeah, you guys get Brian I, Jeff in here. I think that uh, also. I think that you know, once Killbillies gets his act together to record its new thing we've got some new songs you know that might be where we send it to get it mixed because i don't want to i don't want to mix my own stuff anymore like i did it with no name scar the last no name scar band record and i'm not saying did a bad job or anything like that quite the opposite i think we did a good job but it took ages and it was really hard to get yeah like objectivity yeah you know like i was too close to it i can't you know sometimes it's difficult to tell if the thing you're doing is any good or not you know? oh yeah 
yeah. it's 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 tough. That's why I was a I, I knew I was in good hands and they're they're good people and just the communication was easy. I didn't really feel like I was bothering them about stuff mm-hmm. or oh, yeah, or that. just being like <laughs> weird and 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 I gave him a huge chunk of money. He's like and he was just super honest with him. He's like, hey man, I finished it in X amount of time and you kind of overpaid me, so here you go. And I'm like, oh wow, I'm like, I'm like dude, That's you can keep it as a tip. He's like, no man, no, like, like here you go. So yeah. it was they're that, very, yeah, they're, very they're, very That's stand awesome. up people. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I tell you That's what, a that goes a these days. Yeah. yeah, and it goes a long way too. Like you mentioned it right now, which makes me want to go with them even yeah. more. It goes a long way. That kind of thing, it really does. And and the and the best thing I like about it too is like they have been working gigging musicians too, so yeah. they they understand as well. And I just I love that too, where you, they have one foot kind of in the business world and one foot in kind of like the working on the field. So yeah. they really get an understanding and a good perspective. That's why I like Michael Paparo, uh, Paparo yeah. music. That's why he's setting up all my like my instruments. He's the luthier I go to. It's just oh, nice cool. that he knows the scene. He knows the people. Yeah. How often do you get your do you how often do you set your how often do you have a professional look at your guitar? Not well. <laughs> not um, as often as you're supposed to. Yeah, probably. Probably not, not until I actually have a problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 me too. That's, I mean, that's I, all of yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, why don't you uh, go over to the five six one acoustic lounge and play us a couple of tunes? Oh, nice. right now. Yeah.
Wear me down to the floor Help me through what's happening to you Speak to me I don't want to speak at all Speak to me And you can watch my fall Tell the tale The way you do Feel the fear In the way you move Wear me down To the floor Help me through what's happening to you Speak to me I don't want to speak at all Speak to me And you can watch my phone speak at all speak to me and you can watch my phone speak to me I don't want to speak at all speak to me and you can watch my phone Routines seem to leave when they are in need. Some say stranger things when they are in need. Urge to run, urge to leave when they are in need. Find the time to sit with me in quarantine. These days can seem the same When you are in need Wait around, see the green When you are in need Selfish ways can deceive When you are in need Find the time to sit with me in quarantine. Quarantine.
where'd you go? The easy road, you probably know. I won't go, I won't go anymore. You act so tall, can you see at all? You're self-absorbed. They all know, they all know. I can see the way you are. Every time you step too far, lie your way just to make your day. Whatever gets you to stay away. Push on through if they only knew they see true. They all know, they all know. I can see the way you are. Every time you step too far, fly your way just to make your day. Whatever gets you to stay away. The truth will come to see eventually, just maybe. Now, let it be, be away from me. the way you are every time you step too far lie your way just to make your day whatever gets you to stay away whatever gets you to stay away whatever gets you to stay away So, uh, all right, we have a, a new sponsor for this episode, don't we, Hector? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, Pigsty Barbecue in Boynton Beach. Yeah, I have some. Uh, you got some information some on them? About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, believe uh, their website is pigstybbq.com, and they are in uh, yeah. 706 West Boynton Beach Boulevard. Mm. It's, a, it's a local, family owned and operated barbecue restaurant that does barbecue right. Voted best barbecue in South Florida with lunch specials every weekday and live music several times a month. Located at yeah 706 West Boynton Beach Boulevard, and um, if you want to call them, it's five six one three three six four five three three. And if you want to go and check out their website and um, salivate over some beautiful uh, looking pictures of barbecue, you can go to pigstybbq.com. Yeah. But don't call them and don't go to the website. Just go there and eat the food. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's going to change your life. So you have something else to say about that place? I, I do. You mentioned live music. And uh, on, uh, I believe it is August 22nd. Uh, yeah, August 22nd. Um, 6.30 p.m. at Pigsty, we're going to have the Rage Against the Machine tribute, Products of Rage, and that's uh, our local boys, Alex Mandel, Rocky Rucker. Um, these guys, if you have not seen them, they are absolutely ridiculously good. Um, it, it's And they pack the house everywhere they go. Yeah, um, I've seen these guys. 
you know, I've seen these guys pack Matthews out completely, you know, sell it out. I've seen them, um, you know, they played with us when I was in the Nirvana tribute at, you know, to a, to a essentially sold out show at yeah. the, at the Kelsey theater. I mean, these guys are that good. They're legit. So if you yeah, that's a real them, deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Alex has just got so much energy yeah. with it. You know, Rocky just slays on the base. They're all sick. They're yeah. all great. And, um, Alex works here actually at um, Live Music Community. We're yeah. very lucky to have him yeah. teaching people. He's part of our team. Yeah, and they have uh, and they have a, a great uh, youth band, uh, kids band, um, Maximum Friction. Uh, yeah. That's going to be opening up for them. Those guys are really good too. Yeah, so. they are. Yeah, really yeah. yeah. I have the pleasure of teaching Jasmine once a week. Yeah. She, uh, she is brutal on the bass. It's we insane. were doing that crazy Metallica bass solo. You know that one? Have you ever heard it? It's just like a straight up like five minute weird distorted bass solo that Metallica did not it's on um Kill 'em All. Oh it's man. It's on that album. And um and she like knows like three quarters of it already and she's like super good at it. She's like, Oh yeah, can you help me uh like learn the rest of it? I'm like, all right, I'm just I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to figure it out faster than you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How old is she? Um it's a good question. What is she like she's uh, I'm gonna guess that. I'm gonna guess around like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, these kids are ridiculous to the point that every time I hear them, um, you know, I, I, I have to like, you know, lower my head in shame that, that <laughs> I don't practice nearly as much as they do, clearly. <laughs> well, it's awesome it's awesome how good they are yeah. and it's so nice to see you know, I think at some stage, you know, coming up, we should get them on here. Actually, sure, you know, sure. I think that they're sort of at, they're sort of good enough where it's it, it's yeah. not weird to have you know young persons sort of band on here. You know, I I'm I think it would. It's not like that. That this show is that is the kind of show where we sort of have like school kids on it. But these guys are just so good. Yeah, you know, it's almost you can learn from everybody. On. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, yeah. And, and then uh, we have another sponsor for the yeah, show, right? The other sponsor is uh, Handlebars. Um, as always, this episode is sponsored by Handlebars Bar and Grill. Um, Jacob Tacos has been there. He's played there, and he's also taken some wonderful pictures of it. In the past oh, yeah. Well. Very kind of it. It's um, in, yeah, it's uh, in Sequester. It's on US1. It's uh, a biker bar, and uh, but you don't have to ride a bike to come there. You can come and hang out with all the bikers, and um, Burns, he does the food. He's a real character, and the food's great, and we've got Jamie behind the bar, who is an absolute sweetheart, and um, always good for a laugh, yeah. and um, yeah, just come in, and there's a, a great selection of beers in there, and, uh, and we do a bike night every second Thursday of the month, um, which is always a riot and we get decent bands to play that and then we have um solo acts on sundays which is now um it's from uh well, what's the it's four to seven now and uh and then on uh saturdays we have uh we have live music in the evening as well and uh it's a good laugh come and check it out yeah we, for yeah, sure we have a good time up there yeah great place i mean uh you know cool cool bikes Awesome, yeah. awesome beer. Absolutely, great food. Yes. What's what's <laughs> yeah. what's what's not to like? About exactly. It? You know? I love it. It's such a local legend spot. Me being born and raised in like the Jupiter DeQuesta area. Yeah. I mean, I used to go to Judy's back in the day too. Yeah. And I just want to say, you guys have really kind of kept the hospitality and just kind of like the life and the energy just going in there too. Yeah. It's all awesome. you're, it's all you always walk 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 in with a warm welcome. Well, what my father-in-law honestly wanted to do was just. Rather than like turning it into something else, he just wanted to 
clean it up a little bit because it got a bit grubby over the years and just reopen it. You That's really nailed good. the head nail, whatever the saying is. You <laughs> did it. <laughs> you did the job. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, exactly. I mean, it, I, I love the deck outside too and just everything's nice and clean. Nothing's yeah. really dramatically I love that. That's, changed. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's sail shade shade thing that you guys put out there too that's nice yeah absolutely yeah. it's very difficult with planning um into Cuesta. you know ideally we'd, we'd put like a rigid thing over there so that we could have bands rain or shine but you know we've done everything with we've done everything that like we can do yeah. sure you know? sure <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah yeah sure. it's tough but um yeah so uh can you tell us a little bit about what those songs were about yeah um so speak to me um I was having a conversation with somebody, and it was just got to the point where I was just tired of it. I mean, I just just tired of kind of. I felt like I was saying all these things, and it just wasn't sticking. And I'm like, why don't you just, like and just speak to me because I don't want to speak at all. And I'm like, and, and I was just feeling like you, I don't know if this person could visibly see how like unconnected or like disinterested I was sure. in this conversation, and like how I, I was kind of like emotionally being drained too. So that's where that kind of hook came about, but also just kind of in like a nice poppy way, but. Also, I was kind of like, I wanted to put a mirror in front of this person. Like, do you kind of see what's going on? So it's kind of like what the verses talk about a little bit. And then the chorus, like, speak to me because I don't want to speak at all. Speak to me and you can watch my fall sort of thing. Yeah. Um, in a nice little uh, uh, happy way. Then I um, love these. I, I love a big theme said in a kind of like cheery sounding way. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I love that. Sure. <laughs> That's it's how I write too. Very, very frustrated, but I mean, I just kind of dumped it into a song and it just, and that's the song wrote itself too. I mean, it was one of those moments where I walked inside and it was just the, the words and the melody and the music would just clicked all at once Yeah. instead of like, Oh, the, the, the chords and like that saying, and I just wrote that down and we'll come back to it later. Just all hit me. And I'm like, I got to stop. Doing, like I need to find my guitar. And luckily I'm I with the most supportive woman ever, my girlfriend. And she yeah. was super cool. So she's just like, Oh cool. He's doing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then the song just kind of, came out how how what it was and then uh yeah you have to be a certain sort of type of um partner to want to be with a creative type you oh, know yeah like i'm off in my head all the time and it drives christy nuts i mean i you know she's she's very patient with it but you know it, it's still kind of a pain in the ass for her you know like because i'm she'd be like talking to me and i'm like <laughs> you know, just thinking about something, you know, and it's not because I'm not interested in what she's saying. I just, as my mother put it, I have a rich inner life. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, our relationship is very easy. I'm just never home, so there's no time to argue. <laughs> well, that's one way of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> just never home. I'm always doing something somewhere, and it's not usually at home. So. Yeah, I bet the uh, pandemic was interesting, huh? Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah speaking of that my next song was called quarantine yeah there you go. <laughs> um i nice uh, segue. i was doing <laughs> hey, hey. i um i just remember when um everyone was kind of in lockdown and i was talking to some of my mu- musician friends and everyone's like oh, dude i love this this is great i've been writing writing every day i've been doing this i've been doing that and i'm like Shit, I gotta do. I gotta. Why am I not writing any music? And then I was kind of like, I was just been jamming on those kind of chords that didn't, 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 kind of looping that or whatever. Yeah. And then just sarcastically screaming quarantine. And then like I get a text in the other room. My girlfriend's like, "Are you really just screaming quarantine over chords?" And I'm like, "Yes." But then, um, <laughs> and then just seeing kind of just the craziness of just. People fighting over toilet paper at Publix and um, sure. selfish ways can deceive when you are in need. Find the time to sit with me in quarantine. So kind of just understanding the other perspective 
of that person. Yeah. But yeah. also, I when I wrote the song, I just wanted to do, I just wanted to achieve and do something and do it different oh. in quarantine. So that's why I'm like, I have this concept. We call, we all can't see each other. I mean, and I and I want to respect that too as well. So and also, I like a, I, I like a nice little creative challenge. So yeah, I recorded the parts. Sent it to Corey, recorded to do the drums. He recorded that. He sent it to Adeline, um, uh, who plays the violin, and yeah. they do uh, Of One Mind. She did that. Then Royal played guitar. Then Mike did bass and some harmonies. And I'm like, everyone sent me some selfie clips, too. And then we'll all do like a little cool little music video. So that's what kind of was the ability to have the engagement of other people. And we put out a little just really rough demo on YouTube. One of those fun like, yeah. acapella type. Did you do where, where you split it up in the video? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, um, it's, it's, on, it's on YouTube. Um, right. But I just, I just had everybody kind of like, send me you doing quarantine things. And and just people just at their oh, house, neat. just kind of like chilling, doing not whatnot. That's then me funny. just kind of playing in my bedroom, yeah, really and cool. then all the band members doing stuff. And uh, yeah, cool. I wrote that song. I'm like, I will never play that out live. And it's so whack. And also me just kind of playing at a restaurant, and someone's like, No, we're outside. I don't want to think about quarantine anymore, <laughs> sort of thing. But it's got a nice jam. It's got a nice flow to it too. Yeah. And I can loop it and kind of have some fun with some chords as well. And sure. um, and also B minor, I can kind of transition that into a bunch of other songs too on my nice. little cover set list i got so gotcha and your uh and then the third song you did now that one is a 561 music exclusive right (laughs) 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 never recorded never released uh not yet anyways so you've heard it here first folks yeah absolutely so yeah that will be on um as of now um the first track on the sunshine soul volume 2 ep um recently um folk and just country has been re- like I, I got so used to saying like i hate i don't like country and which is so wrong and the, over the years i'm like i should never just kind of dismiss something immediately and put it because i'm like you know what chris yeah, stapleton's man. pretty dope and brad yeah. paisley rips too and yeah. tyler childers or childers how you pronounce it yeah what a beautiful man! Oh I my mean, god! Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then Charlie Crockett—that dude's the coolest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's there's, it's, you know, there's good stuff. It's the there's all the, all of the awful, terrible, sort of cheesy, sort of pop music with the southern accent stuff. You know that that's a thing, and it's terrible. Yeah. But then there's country. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. You know, like actual country well, written by people who care about the music that they're making and sure, you know like sure. actually craft these beautiful yeah. songs i mean it's out there i mean you guys yeah. have talked about it on the podcast in past episodes of just kind of like the evolution of reggae and how florida's got its own reggae sound and just kind of like up the coast by maryland's got its own reggae sound i feel like country and the sound has taken such a different wave i mean that's why i really got gravitated like the leon bridges and uh, charlie crockett is from the texas area as yeah. well and then there's another guy called grady spencer in the work Right. Amazing, kind of just very bluesy country. He's got a very rich, like molasses voice. It's yeah. awesome. So I've been really kind of honed in on that. And then, and then also, I was on um, me, um, another musician, Tabitha Meeks from Mona Lisa Tribe, another musician, uh, Micah Drum from Drum and Company. We decided to do a folk festival local oh. base folk festival called Where I'm Bound. We did that kind of West Palm um, on, in the month of February. And right. then the next month, the world shut down. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> yeah, so folk has been a very... So uh, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that gathering shut everyone down. <laughs> we got them. Doors closed. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> got me. Um, but no, it's, it's. I didn't realize it was a big part of me and also just 
going to the mountains as a kid too with my family and uh, yeah. hating it as a kid, but realizing now like the importance just of it. yeah, just the importance of family and just how to kind of just sit back and relax a little bit and just kind of nice. just embody it. So st- so stay away though. The song is um, it's being creatives and working independently yeah. and for ourselves too. There's a lot of those people that I mean I d- took some entrepreneurship classes as well, and I like to call it entrepreneur because. A lot of people like to kind of just start dishing shit, selling shit, and kind of just being like almost like kind of putting you putting them there and doing that there. That's cool, man. You can do your thing, but just freaking stay away, yeah, <laughs> sort of thing. So that's kind of what it's about. Just like seeing a bullshit artist and like, dude, I've like nothing but love. I mean, it's whack and cheesy as that sounds too, but I just just you do your thing. I'll be yeah. fine. Just gonna yeah. stay away. Yeah, man, it's a, it was a great song. I mean, it yeah, was uh, it was really catchy and just I, just a great song. <laughs> I really yeah, liked yeah, it. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Justin was uh, Justin was really digging it back on the boards there. Yeah. He's probably yeah. gonna steal it, to be honest with you. So just you know, <laughs> I'm just gonna, now that he's got a recording of it. It's not yours anymore. Got <laughs> <laughs> the best lawyers in town come come at me. <laughs> Yeah, because because this podcast could afford the best <laughs> lawyers in town. <laughs> We're lucky to afford a lawyer in town. I'm an expert in, bo- in bird law, so don't worry. I got this. <laughs> bird law. It's all right. I took PR law for yeah. half a semester. I'm in yeah. this. <laughs> well, right. uh, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, his gear, pedalboard. Oh yeah, yeah. Justin, you want to bring up? I got two boards. Let's see. There you go. Okay. Okay. So this is my. Uh, solo setup um this one needs some work ain't gonna lie but got the mints there that's crucial oh yeah absolutely everyone's like what's in the alto it's, <laughs> it's, it's pe- mints and it's, i'm like it's, yeah it's, it's the pedal it's, it's my mints where i keep my secrets <laughs> it, it keeps it keeps your sound fresh it's the fresh pedal <laughs> keeping uh, yeah if anyone that is not a musician that sees that on a board they're usually just keeping guitar picks or like a capo in there or maybe <laughs> some notes or whatnot but so um top right corner i have a sure i don't know the model but it's a wireless um tuner and that is that thing's awesome and it's honestly probably one of the most accurate tuners i've ever used i i, I personally think and uh, well, who, I, who's it made by again oh sure sure sure, right. sure yeah um and right. i i put that on my uh acoustic board because when i'm doing the solo acoustic stuff it's easy to kind of like be able to walk around and hear myself too and um i mean before pre-covid being able to kind of have fun and get in people's faces and stuff too and just really go nuts with it as well. Um, you're looking at that part. I know, we got the same one, dude. <laughs> that, that one's just straight reverb. I gave, oh, I gave right. it a little more special. Oh, special. yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. You're like, did you just rip that off your board? <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, actually. I'm not going to lie. I was looking at it going, that's, that's, wait, wait, that's the I know, same for pedal. A second. Well, I, for a second I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. We're going to be like pedal buddies. But oh, yeah, this has got more stuff on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then um, so from the um, the – the wireless tuner, um, I go to my mini wall, the Crybaby, which I've owned, uh, I feel like I've owned way too many walls at this point, dude. I've spent like over 300 bucks on like a really nice expensive wall. Yeah. I love that wall. I love the mini wall. It's awesome. It sounds great. It's yeah, amazing. It so that one. And then I go to the micro Qtron. I put some painter's tape over it because I just have particular tone that I like dial in sometimes. See, that's a smarter way of doing it than the way I, because I, I've yeah. been like fixing my things and then just duct taping them over so they can't move. But <laughs> I took all the duct tape off like th- this weekend because I'm like just doing, I'm experimenting with my gear at home because my wife is away and I've got all my stuff yeah, out like all in nice. the living room. But like, um, 
um, yeah, I, I think that's smarter. It's less messy than the way yeah, I was you doing can, it. You can quickly reference it and just turn the dial right yeah. to those settings real quick. And then yeah, you do, yeah. do that and then have another layer underneath and you do one, two for whatever songs. But yeah. I forgot, I took that from somebody, obviously, but I'm trying to think who. I might have been Mike McCleary from uh, Surfer Blood and yeah. uh, just – we got to get, get them those on guys on. Yeah. Well, they yeah. said they would do it. I spoke to him. He said he wants to do it. So, I'll... oh well, book it, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love those guys. Can I've I seen just them be in the other room, just peek in and be like, "What's that?" <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, you're always welcome. <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh, and then just some digital reverb, and then uh, I have an RC20, I believe, and I bought that off of uh, Micah Scott, actually. Really? Yeah, way Legend. way back in the day. And then I have everything powered by just a power supply, but really, Pump House Coffee is uh, what powers me. Just a lot of caffeine. So I put that sticker over the power. There was a lot of back and forthing of pedals with me and Micah back in the day. There's a very high chance that at some point oh, I owned that Looper. <laughs> do you do you do you have a possible? Uh, what was it like Bill Clinton or George Bush like speech like programmed into that? Because I mean, interesting. I, I've, I've, because, I've messed with it a little bit sometimes, and like, there's some random program. Like, I swear, I swear, I've heard like a presidential speech of some sort in there. That's funny. It, it wouldn't surprise me because at one point in time, I, with Sonic Boom Six, it was a very sort of you know political thing, and we used to add yeah. in samples and stuff like that. You so. think you'd recognize it if I like kind of just like yeah, really maybe, looked yeah. at it? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll do that after. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, sitting right over there. That's really interesting. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's, that's my acoustic board, and um, I so I try to keep it simple. I had the huge RC three hundred, and I the more I put pedals on there, and the more I kind of kind of get distracted in my own little world, then I look up and I'm like, oh, these people just want to hear wagon wheel. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to have been there. Yeah, and been there. Use less is more. So the the mini wall, I like to kind of use that as a just kind of like a pad, a layer, but yeah. also just you can kind of really like if I'm doing lead stuff, I can kind of get crunchier, like some uh, trebly stuff, and then the Qtron, I love that envelope filter, that wetness and that sound. Yeah. Um, and then just splash some reverb, and then there's a lot you can do with the little loop stuff too. And but yeah. I'm also I'm not a loop artist, yeah. and I also tell people that too. I'm I would much rather play with my band at, at, yeah, at, at any yeah. time, but um, it just it's all tools and kind of gets the job done. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Listen, let's see the uh, the big fella. All I'm, right, I'm very proud of getting this done just in time. Huge shout out to. Bryant, I I don't even want to bother saying the last name because I'll probably butcher it. But it's for yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Um, Palm Beach Cables, yeah, Palm Beach Cables. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I uh, I worked with him for a uh, for a short stint, and he oh, yeah? he actually just made a bunch of cables for us for Killbillies. Kill yeah, 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 some red ones. Yeah, That's yeah. He, I'm he, working on his logo so that uh, so that uh, we can splash it on the screen and and, uh, yeah. and and push him on the show here, dude. He like. Seriously, I can't thank him enough. He really, really went above and beyond, and yeah, that looks and amazing. that's what I yeah. just love about it because I did not expect him to really go this in depth with it. Um, everything was measured, everything was right. All these custom cables. I, it's I don't even want to kind of bother to explain the science behind it, but yeah. my tone is completely different now. Everything's oh, really? way like I. Everyone's talking about cables, this cables, that. Like I mean, all the real tone knobs, yeah. and you can go. Freaking crazy with that, but I noticed a huge difference with my tone. It's like a blanket was just kind of taken off the amp. Yeah, well, Brian. Brian is like a uh, he's, he's an he's engineer. Yeah, he's, he's an engineer. He's an engineer, yeah. like an electronics engineer and a working, and and a working yeah, musician. Wow. So yeah. he has the best of yeah. both worlds and yeah. the understanding. But 
So he completely decked that out, custom cables and all, and that big orange cable, um, he did that too. And just, yeah, I'm still super stoked over it. Um, And underneath it, I should have took a picture, and he even asked me to take a picture. Sorry, Brian, I forgot. But um, all like the custom little power cables too underneath it, just beautiful. So no crazy spaghetti work. But What's that little blue guy above the mini wall? Um. Oh, the, the little uh, perfect square. Yeah. So, um, so r- running from the top, that, that's a little poly tuner right. underneath it. That's a, it's actually purple. Um, okay. it is a envelope filter. My buddy made. Um, he has a company called A Wall Pedals. Oh, it's cool. um, very unique. I met him when I was doing um Summer Nam. Um, when uh, yeah. with my guitar strap endorsement, Revo guitar straps. Yeah. Um, and he, awesome dude. He uh, just builds these nice little boutique custom guitar pedals and they're all nice pocket size small he's like a compression pedal a fuzz pedal and he just came out with that em- envelope one so I, i'm a big sucker for like that tom mish jerry garcia john mayer tone yeah of that really cool got the mini wall and then that um the white boxy looking uh that's my overdrive it's my mike marsh uh pedal yeah yeah big dude. up mike marsh dude, it's 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 the real deal it's like kind of like the it's a, it's a tube screamer, but it's just different. It's got its own character to it. Yeah. I feel like there's more you can do with like kind of the dials. You really kind of just go dirty, crunchy. I had a Mike Marsh overdrive. I, I I I got drunk at a gig and lost it. That's oh a, no! Terrible shame. Yeah. <laughs> if I have an extra one, and if I come back, awesome. and if I bring more presents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but hey, if you want to expand a little bit more on the um, delay side, that was the first pedal I ever got the TC uh, Electronic Nova Delay. My mom right. got me that for Christmas, and huh. yeah, the, the painter's tape on top of it yeah. um, to kind of get my tone dialed in. But I love that delay. You can do a bunch of presets. Um, if you like stomp both of, like your feet and hit both of the um, pedals, which is like the left one's on, the right one's tap too. Yeah. So I just have something what I want, different songs. If I'm doing like some reggae stuff, kind of tap it and really kind of match the drums a little bit too. And then uh, cool. that's going up to the Liquid Chorus, um, the company Visual Sound. I don't even think they're a company anymore. If you, you remember them, Visual Sound? I don't. I, yeah, they made I a don't. bunch of random affordable pedals. Okay. They were good. I, I mean, if you ever see some Visual Sound pedals, they were good. We sold them at Wolf Guitars for a while. That's how oh, I found. Right. That's that's why I found out about them. I had a, they had a compression pedal that was good. They had uh, a bunch of overdrives that were really good, too. And yeah. I just wanted something different. And then uh, the chorus was awesome. So I just – and people think chorus is cheesy, but you know what? You I have the, a tiny, tiny bit on on my, my setup um, – like a barely noticeable it just fattens up a tiny little bit yeah 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 like to the point where you wouldn't really know there was chorus on it yeah you know but it's there though you know yeah no it's 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 exactly you kind of use it as like that that flavor yeah sort of thing um so i have that and then that goes into my flint from strymon it is a reverb and tremolo yeah and one that strymon man they make just seriously quality pedals um yeah. when i was in california name i went to the strymon booth and i'm like yes there's no one around me i'm gonna have my time with the headphones in and not have my playing embarrass myself with all these crazy shredders and i just <laughs> dove into like all these pedals and i knew exactly what i liked and what i didn't like and then this one guy next to me he's like oh man like can i i'm like yeah sure why not and then i heard him talking to somebody and he was like yeah working with the nine working with the nine this this i'm like the nine what the nine what and then someone's like he's like yeah that's nine inch nails guitar player i'm like oh shit okay the yeah nine. you can use that 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah, play what else? <laughs> yeah, you can use whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, going up, um, that's actually another uh, pedal um, my buddy uh, Aaron from AWOL made. It's just kind of a, a nice, clean boost. Um, so if I'm kind of just doing some rhythmic stuff um, and I just want a little bit more body behind it, I kind of punch that yeah, on. Cool. And then sometimes if I just want to melt some faces, I'll throw literally everything on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, put, I'll put that on with the Mike Marsh to kind of yeah, really do like yeah. a nice driving solo. But with like the church worship, like the ambient, ambient noise, um, that uh, flint with the reverb, chorus, and then like dotted delays and like tap tempo right, that is just money with my I, nice i love that your pedal board is branded <laughs> oh yeah and that's the thing brian, brian did that for me i mean I, oh, that's, I, cool. that's my phone number's on there so i just taped that off for security purposes but yeah um no it's i didn't even ask him to do that he did that and that's what i'm saying about people who really kind of deliver a product and a service yeah and he went above well, and let's, get, let's give brian a, a quick shout out he's a really good guy um musician electronics engineer so he he knows he knows this you know stuff forwards and backwards on both fronts yeah. um and uh so he is on instagram at at, it's at Palm Beach Cable Shop. Yeah, right. um, and uh, the ca- I'm assuming the cable that you had hanging there was yeah. one of his cables. Yeah, it's I mean it's crazy. He he, you can you can pick the the tips of it. You know the different materials, mm-hmm. golds and whatever. Yeah. You can uh, pick the different outer sheathing and inner sheathing and, and, and like every, all of it, like all the different colors and all the different combinations. And it's like really good, high quality, really good, high quality yeah. cables. I, yeah, I, I, I got to get my our, stuff to him. I, I I'm like. You've reminded me that because he had, yeah. he was like you got to give me your pedal board like I can sort it out for you. Yeah. He said that to me. Like, yeah, so, and, and so his I've last to... name was Forsyth. Brian For- Forsyth. Forsyth. Oh, there you go. Forsyth. Good English name that Forsyth. Forsyth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Good, so, good, good guy. Yeah, but I I mean, if you're a seriously like a working gigging musician and you're, I mean these are tools to the trade and your pedal board. I mean you're. I mean, he always says, like, you're as good as your weakest link sort of thing. I mean, it's I'd highly consider doing that with your board. Yeah. yeah. Or even just getting a good, good cable from him. Yeah, totally. If there's anyone out there who has a board as messy as mine, <laughs> send, it to, <laughs> send it to him. He'll sort it out for you. And I'm, I'm going to definitely do that. Um, all yeah. right. So uh, the, the last thing we do is we... Uh, we talk about gigs coming up. Yeah, um, so you have uh, you have several gigs coming up this weekend, don't you? Yeah, I threw them on my phone. Let me check it out real quick. So yeah, um, this Friday I'm playing at um, – I'm not sure. It's a new restaurant, but I think it's in a gated community, okay. so I'm not sure if it's open to the public gotcha. just yet. Um, Interesting. Playing for the first time, uh, so I'm pretty excited for that. But uh, a, a restaurant in a gated community. Yeah, I, she, she, I was like, "Oh, it's a new restaurant." Then I got the email. She was saying like, "Oh, it's it's a gated thing, so check this and do that." I'm like, "Oh, so I don't know if it's like a. I'll find out, and I'll yeah. let you guys know." <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, but some public gigs uh, this Saturday. I'm playing at Rosemary Square, uh, one to three. Oof, and then hot. It, yeah, oh yeah! Well, luckily they provide the tents. Oh, perfect. luckily yeah, they yeah, give perfect. water. Uh, L- lots of out, fans. Shout out Rosemary <laughs> Square. They they take care of their people, and I and it's one of, one of my favorite places to play. It's yeah, it's cool. awesome. It's really awesome. cool. Um, but yeah, I play from one to three, and I think Brett Staska plays like right after two. They're booking oh, they're booking great musicians too. Fantastic, and supporting the scene. And then Sunday, what's up, Rosemary Square? Have Killbillies Kill on. Billy. <laughs> Kill <Billy. laughs> oh, I'll, I'll I'll put the word in. Yeah, they they do some. Uh, you, I mean, I've seen some like trio stuff there, like on Saturday nights and stuff as well. Right. So, yeah, fun. 
Um, and then Sunday, I'm at Papa Quan's in uh, Juno Beach. It's like a coffee cafe, acai bowls, little uh, breakfast sandwiches and stuff, too. It's always just a good time, a good vibe. Always and, uh, hopping there. Yeah, it's, yeah. dude, fun, fun. They're growing like crazy as well. And yeah. uh, just another one of my favorite places to play, just Good people, welcoming. I'm not expecting anything insane, crazy of like, oh, I got music, bow down sort of thing. But just, hey, we're happy to see you, happy to be here. And the people there yeah. appreciate music too. I don't feel like I'm bothering anybody. Oh, yeah. so. so it can be a bit like that sometimes. Y- yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's it's weird. So Sunday, fun day. But um, besides those solo acoustic stuff, some fun shows we got going on. September 17th, uh, Jacob Tacos and The Connection, we're doing Bumble Fest. Nice. Cool. Oh yeah, and um, be a good time. Yeah, if, I mean, if you don't like me, you should still go to Bumble Fest because there's so many good. I think Surfer Blood's on the lineup yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a really good time. September 17th, and then September 25th at Grandview Marketplace. Um, oh I'm, yeah, I'm, like I'm opening up for uh, Brett Staska. He's doing his uh, big release party cool. there. Awesome. Um, he's, he's releasing a ton of new music. Um, it's and I think he's really making it like an event. I think he's gonna do it like during the day as well right. too. At like I think like three o'clock ish. But that's something to look out to. Uh, yeah. September twenty fifth, Brett Stask releasing some new music. Awesome! That's exciting. Release parties yeah. are always fun too. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we got to get him on here, man. We're gonna do. Ben that. just did uh, No Name Ska uh, release uh, CD release yeah, on Saturday, which yeah. is which is a hell of a good time. That, yeah. was, that was such a fun. <laughs> I set. saw you were like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's like. You know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I get, it's not that I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I, yeah. I've, I've seen plenty of ska bands. I knew what to expect, but it was just, you know, my my interaction with you has pretty much been killbillies yeah. up until now, and so um, it's not the same vibe. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And so, and I know. I mean, I, I know about Sonic Boom Six, and I've watched some videos of you playing and stuff like that. Are you singing and everything? And it's like, but to see it live. Like, I don't know. Like, it was just a completely different side of you, like a whole different oh, vibe. Cool. That makes um, me happy. But it was really cool. It was really yeah. cool. And I love the dynamic. I love the dynamic um, with you guys, you know, singing back and forth and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, I mean, your horn section sounds like so full, and it's just a trombone and a saxophone, but it sounds like you, <laughs> yeah, know, you have first, five, six instruments playing. The it's first time crazy. I saw you guys was yeah. Dallas uh, Singer Island for the, the grand opening, because I was there creating content for um, the big grand opening. You guys... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, that's right. And it yeah, that's okay. So that's why we've been on every flyer for that place for like the past 5 yeah, years. Yeah, because of the photos I yeah, took. Yeah. Because we only played it one time and we we're like anytime there's any live music about that the spot is like always that pictures from it's like me on it. Like yeah. I got a mailer in my in my in my mailbox and it's like and at the time Kilbillies hadn't played there for like the longest time. We since have done. We mm. l- last year we played had Das on singer on like three times or so but like um i hadn't played there in like forever and ever and i was getting like these things in my mail of me playing i was like can definitely attest to what you're saying hector because i mean just there's moments and that's what i love about doing what i do with like creating with musicians too because i'll be doing that and then just kind of set the camera down I'm like Dude, this band is sick yeah i mean just yeah. such high energy because I, w- I was used to seeing you as kind of kill billy's folk yeah. and kind of like setting the vibe for the room sort of thing but dude yeah. i just wanted to skate a half pipe and just listen to tony <laughs> hawk when i was listening to you guys it was fucking awesome yeah man yeah. so definitely there, there's some it it's not it there's some nostalgia in there but we're also trying to do and, some fresh stuff and, too, I, you and, know. and i'm gonna say um you know i i I've, I've listened to the cd a couple times now um and it's good. It's a very good CD. I, I like the vibe. I like the music. Um, it's mixed very well, um, mastered very well. It's very good. 
But there is just no comparison to the live show. Like I had, you had sent me some files and stuff to give a listen to, um, you know, a little while back when you guys first got them mixed and everything and mastered. And, um, you know, I listened to them a few times and I was like, man, this is really good. I really like this. And so I was really, I was really anxious to try to get from my show to your show. You know, yeah. And thank you very much for doing that, by the way. That was a bit of bullying. No, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, then you guys came out and started playing and I was like, I was just blown away. Like, like it's not that the CD is not good. The CD is wonderful, but you guys just have such an energy and such a presence. I got to to tell you, the guys in the band are going to, the guys in the band are going to be really like stoked to hear you say that. It's, it's, we hadn't done it in so long and, and we all got a huge kick out of it out of the gig like it's been it's just been forever since we've done it and you know i was even a bit worried like oh god can i even remember like how to do that no, you was, know like it was, that yeah. vibe just yeah, getting yeah. That it was, mindset, it was awesome know? like again just not having seen you do that live like that before um you know and i've never seen matt perform either so that's it was, that's yeah. what i was gonna say so too was, i always knew him from yeah, just propaganda yeah. and I, that was one of the first places i would play with joey and and i just listened to matt's podcast with you and, and it was just so awesome because, it was just this wall of energy yeah. and wall of music seeing coming him perform, at you that just, you were like damn love yeah. seeing musicians just get rooted into the performance yeah. too and just connected and gel yeah. and just everything's so right i'm like man this is everyone's right where they're supposed to be yeah yeah right on man well that's very flat yeah. thank you very much guys. yeah no no very enjoyed it very much so uh on the on the not as exciting side the killbillies are playing oh, as stop. We <laughs> oh, i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding oh uh, uh, we're we're doing we're doing a very exciting set at brick and barrel on no, I'm friday gonna come night in a, in a dress or something i'm gonna like really amp it up for you i see what you're gonna well, no, take it up and no notch, see i i went to the show i went to the show prop and yeah. I and Rocky jumped off the stage into the mosh pit with this bass. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna have to do that with the stand up bass down and one up <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm gonna have to mosh with the stand up. Start bass. eating people's food at Brick and Barrel. Just right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're playing Brick and Barrel Friday uh, nine to twelve at Abacoa, yeah. and Saturday we are uh, eight to eleven at Walking Tree Brewery, which is in Vero. Yeah, is so it? we're up in Vero, and um, that's and a fun place. Here's it's a huge room. Yeah, and. Um, that it's cool because we sort of just play right. I mean, it's not uncommon these days, but you know, we're playing right where the beer is being brewed with those huge, yeah, it's like giant, ginormous, like canister things yeah. either side of us. It's cool, and it's cool. I mean, they set up a stage for us there and everything, and so we yeah. just play on the stage. And, and I mean, the, you know, they have right behind us is all the beer stuff that's being you know brewed and packaged, and right in front of us is a bar with you know. Table yeah. tables and people watching. Everyone's us play. happy to have some beer and, and music. It's, it's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. and it's awesome. you know, like a, as someone who's sort of sober, it's it's quite nice for me because we got to be playing about a hundred feet from the bar. Yeah. It's, the place is enormous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you don't really, you know, it's a brewery, but at the same time, it's just this big, awesome, yeah. nice yeah. sort of room. So I enjoy playing there. And then, yeah. uh, do you get any solo gigs on Sunday, or are you uh, not this Sunday? Not this no, su- okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just uh, All right, cool. I'm chilling this this Sunday. All right, gentlemen. Well, I we appreciate you uh, coming out, Jacob. It was uh, yeah, thank you. It yeah, was thank you. This a has been... pleasure. It was fantastic. It was fun. I mean, this was this was a great interview. Yeah, yeah. man. Thanks. Th- th- thank you for having me. you guys. Are doing a lot and don't stop. I mean, keep bringing people on. I I mean. For me, selfishly at least, because I I love this podcast. I love yeah. learning more and more from just other musicians and other people's That's stories. Awesome. I mean, even like Mick from Spread the Dove. I didn't know he was such a Greta Van Fleet fan. I mean, right? That's <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. That's that's I, that's something 
new to me. But, um, <laughs> I mean, besides nice. that, no, you guys are doing good things for the community, and well, I'm all supportive. Well, we thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice one. I just really enjoy it, honestly. Like, um, I pretty much don't do things that I enjoy doing. So yeah. that's why we do. Like, it's yeah. a good laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, cool. Um, so, who is it next week? Who we got next week? Uh, I thought it was String Assassins, but we weren't sure. If oh no, it is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah, they yeah. are coming. Okay. You got all of them, like Doctor J, Mangrove. Um, I think it's going to be Mangrove and Paddy. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. That's who we're going to get in. Yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be fun then. Yeah, and that, no, they're coming. They um, I I checked on that because um, Matt has moved away. He moved to that's North right. Carolina, yeah. I think. yeah. And and he was the person. He's I've known Matt for a long time. He used to sometimes debt for me in Kilbillies, and sometimes just play with us in Kilbillies, like for like. And so I know him from that. And he used to come and watch me play before String Assassins was a thing. So I've known him for quite a long time. And um, and so he was my point of contact. So I was reaching out to him. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's moved away. So I was like, uh, what do I do? So he gave me Mark's number and I sort yeah. of out. So, yeah, they're still coming. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Can't well, wait for that. Yeah, thank man. you very much. See you later, Thanks guys. Thanks a lot, man. Take it back.